Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm really excited to give you the whole real episode that is all about a week in the life. You'll hear about how I haven't done this um, for various reasons in the past, but I always love listening to these episodes from other people. And so I did this whole week that went from Friday, May 1st through today, through Sunday. And I realized on Sunday, I gave this whole thing about what was going to happen because I'm 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 actually recording this on the Saturday before the Sunday and I forgot that tomorrow is Mother's Day. How could I forget that? And then that got me to thinking that I really needed to put a new intro on this podcast because I really think it's important that we acknowledge ourselves on Mother's Day. I think it's important that we acknowledge ourselves every day, but this is a special Mother's Day. This is a Mother's Day that's extraordinary. It's a Mother's Day where we might not be able to see all the people. We might not be able to see our mom. We might not be able to celebrate in the way that we normally celebrate. And it's really important because we have had to show up at this level for the past few months, right? Now we're over two months um, as mothers that we have not had to show up as before. We've had to really hold the space for the emotions of our kids, for our own emotions, maybe for the emotions of our spouse, for our loved ones. We've had to homeschool our kids while working for many of us. Um, Some of you listening might actually be working on the front line. So you're going off and working and then coming home to your kids in a way that's very different than usual. We've just done extraordinary things in the past few weeks. And I think that our role right now is so important. And so I just really want you to acknowledge that for yourself. I'm acknowledging it for myself as well by just coming on and re-recording this because I can't believe I forgot that as I was giving you the whole week in the life. And I just want to say happy Mother's Day and really acknowledge you for all that you are doing, all of that you're being, even on the days where you feel like you're not showing up to the level you want to. It's amazing. And we're amazing. And there's a lot of power in right now, a lot of power in what we're doing and how we're showing up and how we really can nurture our kids in a way that we don't always have that opportunity because we're here for them while they're having great days and bad days and experiencing this really strange situation at the same time that we are. And so I just want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge you. So happy Mother's Day. And let's get now into the full episode. All right. I'll see you soon. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. So we're going to do something a little different today, a little different than maybe you were expecting, than I had planned for, all the different things. So we've been doing these little mini episodes for a few weeks now, introducing you to the amazing people who will be part of the event that is coming up, The Art of 90 Days. I hope you've enjoyed those little snippets. I felt like I was just repeating over and over and over again about the event, but all their little pearls of wisdom were so amazing. 
And one of the reasons that I want to hop on and do this episode today is because this week didn't quite go as planned. And that was one of the deliverables that didn't quite go as planned, those last introducing you to all the people who will be speaking. And it's funny because I've had this idea for a long time to do this episode. I tried to do it probably... I don't know, like eight months ago, and I had this idea that it wouldn't only be me, but I'd interview people about their weeks. I still might do that because I think that is fascinating. Um, But then this stay at home and the coronavirus thing happened, and I don't know, I just didn't do it. But I started really tracking my week so that in a way that I would have something to tell you at the end of the week, and each week I would look at the at my list and I would be like, what? Like, they don't want to hear this. Like, this isn't that exciting. This isn't that good. And then this week, you know, I just got to thinking like, maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is, is that, you know, we all have weeks that are just the way they are. And it's interesting. I'm fascinated every time I hear a friend or a colleague or a mentor do one of these episodes where they really, you know, peel back the curtains and show you what they're thinking, what they're doing within their week or a given amount of time. And so I thought I'd give it a try, even though this week was, I don't know, it was a little bit of a strange one. I thought maybe that would actually be more telling um, than, than other weeks. So here we go. So I'm going to start with a week ago, last Friday. So we're basically going to run this from Friday to Friday or Friday to Saturday. I'll give you a little bit on both sides. So last Friday, which was the 1st of May, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Last Friday was the 1st of May. And my son, my 16-year-old, was definitely still recovering. So that past Tuesday, he had decided to climb Mount Everest. So he had found these stairs with his boatmate. He's a crew, he's a rower, a crew rower. And he had found this set of stairs outside that were nine feet wide so that they could be eight feet apart. And they calculated how long, how many times they'd have to go up these stairs, the down didn't count, up these stairs in order to climb Mount Everest. Um, You might have seen, there's been some media about other people doing this challenge. And they did it. They woke up at 5.45 in the morning and they climbed those stairs until 11.05 at night. I would go check on them. I would go on walks to go check on them. They were about a 10 minute walk from our house. A few times during the day I drove over because given the current situation, you kind of had to come home to go to the bathroom. Um, so, but they just kept going all day long. I was so proud of him. At some point I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mother because really at the end it was, it was really hard. Like I didn't know if he could make it, but he did. So it was really inspiring. And he was a little bit like hurt (laughs) or just sore or whatever the days in the days after that. And so by Friday, I found, you know, the week had sort of gotten not, I don't like saying the week got taken from me, but I had chosen to really care for him and pay attention to him. And that took me away from some of the things that I thought I was going to be doing that week. And so by Friday, I was just really, you know, easing into that and seeing what that meant. And Friday traditionally is always my planning day. It's the day that in my programs, I run planning sessions. So right now I have two groups going, one that is my normal year-long program and one that we 
put in place for the last 30 days for people who really wanted to jump into this work for 30 days during the current crisis. And so in both of those groups, we have these hour long planning sessions on Friday where we, you know, talk about if there's any obstacles for a few minutes, but really it's about getting quiet and planning your next week. And what I'm finding right now with them and with me is that one of the most important things to think about on Friday is not necessarily the next week, which it, in normal circumstances, I fully believe that that's what we need to be thinking about on Friday. We really need to be understanding what our work week will look like, what our food is going to look like, understand where everybody will be when in the following week so that we can really spend the weekend either relaxing enough, knowing what's coming, um, relaxing enough to really be able to do the week or we need to, you know, use the weekend to prep food, go shopping, like do all the things so that we're actually set up for the week. Now, what's a little different about right now is I feel like the boundaries are really wishy-washy between what is a work day? What is a school day? What is a weekend? Because we're just sort of in the same place for all these different times. So what I'm finding is really useful on Friday is just to recommit to my weekend. Like what is this weekend about? Is this weekend the weekend where we do a bunch of work around the house? Is it a weekend where we, I really just need a day off and I can see that my kids just need to have a day off Um, because they're still operating too. Like we have homework. So we do homework on the weekends. And right now I'm feeling like it's a little different and we just need to sometimes totally not do the work. So on Fridays, what I'm doing is I'm doing that. I'm also checking in on like food for just the weekend, because whereas we used to always shop on weekends, we're sort of trying to avoid that now and shop on a weekday every two weeks. And so I just need to make sure that we have all the food, like all the the meal plan makes sense, all that makes sense so that the weekend can just go a little bit easier. So that's what we're really deciding on Friday. And I'm also, I'm sorry, I have like a frog in my throat. We're also deciding what's happening the next week, but but first we're really committing to that weekend. So that's what we did that day. I did on two calls and I did it for myself. Um, another thing that we've been doing during this stay at home time and that we did on that Friday was once a week, we've been choosing a local restaurant um, or cafe that we know needs support right now. Um, We have a list of ones that we love, but also ones that can serve our allergies and our health needs. So I'm really, really zeroed in right now on how we can be our healthiest so that if someone does get sick, you know, we can really fight it off because we're our healthiest. And so we have this list going of what are all the places around us that have food that we can eat. And we also have, we need to be gluten-free and dairy-free for two of the people in our house. So that plays a part in it. So our favorite cafe that has our favorite spring rolls um, had a has a thing where they just are doing that. I mean, they normally have everything, right? You can get anything there, but they're just doing that because it's one of their customers' favorites and you can order them on Thursday and then pick them up on Friday. So on Friday, we went and we picked up our fresh spring rolls. It was so fun. And we had those for lunch and that was that's a high... Like I feel like we only do it once a week, but it is just enough of a diversion that it really is an anchor. It's like a, a um, an anchor in our week. And it's not usually on Friday, actually. It's usually on Thursday. But for some reason, this week, it was on, on Friday. And then, you know, that day was, was filled with work and kids and homeschool and all the things. And on Friday night, we always 
try to have find a fun family movie. We we don't have a TV. <laughs> That's going to make some of you laugh. Um, but we do have the ability to watch movies because we have a computer and we are lucky enough that we have this projector. So every Friday night we sort of set it up and we watch a movie. And I'm finding right now that comedy is really important. And I'm going to forget the name of the movie we watch because I always forget things like that. But we were laughing our heads off. Um, and I think it's called The Yes Man, actually. We were just laughing so hard, so good. Like we all just needed that laugh on that day. So that was fun. So one of the things I had decided on Friday, and now we get to move to Saturday, one of the things we had decided on Friday was that on Saturday, it was really going to be a day off. Um, as you know, because if, if you're new here, welcome. But if you're not new, you've heard me starting every episode for the past few weeks with the announcement of our big event, which is coming up in just a week, um, The Art of 90 Days. It's going to be fantastic. If you're feeling like you need some dreaming, some planning, some just getting out of this current situation and seeing what your next best move is, you're going to love, love this event. And I highly recommend you going to sign up at plansimple.com slash 90 days. Our full site is up and running, which was part of what happened actually on that Friday, which I didn't even mention. Um, so that's up and running and you can go grab your ticket. So I just knew that I needed a day off. I knew that we had, I've been working so hard on all these little details, still working on all these little details. And I just needed a Saturday that was really felt like a Saturday, um, leaning toward some Saturdays, I feel like are a lot of housework. This needed to be a Saturday that really leaned toward pleasure. So I really was conscious about that. And I went on a walk with my kids. It was a beautiful day. So we sort of got to plant ourselves out in the yard a little bit. Um, my Littlest one takes the takes violin. She takes violin lessons, and she's you know been a total trooper. All my kids have been troopers. All of our all of our kids, your kids too, I'm sure, have been troopers during this time and really figuring out how to move online. The adults in their lives have been troopers, and the I find that the music teachers get most frustrated by the technology because it just doesn't work as well. So on this beautiful Saturday, we got to try an outdoor lesson. Um, you know, eight feet apart, no touching. And it was so beautiful, so fun. And it was really good to have that, you know, human connection, even though it wasn't necessarily connection. Um, they were in one place, they were both playing the violin, it was so good. So we got to do that, we did yard work. And what also has been happening a lot and happened on this Saturday is that I'm finding it's really, really necessary to plan for a little extra space. Like I, I always talk about, you know, planning every hour of the day, not so that every hour of the day you're doing things and pushing and hustling, but so that you're actually balancing in your plan that hustle do energy with just being energy. And I'm finding that that's really important right now because the energy is a lot of doing like the, the general energy in our house is a lot of doing because we're all together doing things at the same time. So even if, you know, one person doesn't have anything to do right now, another person does. And, you know, you can always pick that up in a household. And so I'm really finding it is important to just plan these down moments where at least I can be down. And on that day, um, it was so good because my middle child is in eighth grade. So she's in one of those years that, you know, is a finishing year. And I think that those kids who are in finishing years really do have it hard because 
they're not having the graduation. They're not having, you know, in our case, the play that they got a really good role in. You know, I'm watching all these college kids this weekend with their graduation photos. And I love that everyone's, you know, so many people are getting their kids the the hats and the robes and, and taking graduation pictures anyway, even though that they're home. It's, um, it's so good. And I just think that that day we were really able to... Um, to catch one of like the, our family members who just needed to be caught, needed attention on that day. So that was Saturday, and it was a great day off. Now, Sunday, you would think, is always people's day off. But Sunday is one of my favorite days in my work because Sunday, we I always check in with all my clients about what they're, they are going to do in the week to come, what they've decided on that Friday that they're going to do, what they're committing to, and if there's any obstacles they're feeling towards showing up to what they said they're going to commit to. So that always happens on Sunday afternoon slash evenings, which is... It's just really a highlight of my of my weekend. I also do it on Mondays, but I love that that sort of ends my weekends because it's really uplifting to hear what everyone else is up to as well as as me. It's really a good connecting moment. So I always look forward to that on Sundays, but this Sunday also had some other cool things in it. So um, I was about to say it has some other cool things, including I did laundry. One of the things that I um, have been really trying to get good at since we've been home is laundry and what is the most effective, efficient way to do it. And I'm finding that I've heard, you know, I've heard definitely lots of different strategies from like always making sure you're moving through a load, but it's something that I'm liking to do and get over with. So I do sometimes move loads through the wash throughout the week, but I'm always folding on Sunday and I'm really liking that, that ritual. Um, and so laundry was done on that day. And then another fun thing that happened is that, um, my, what my youngest school, she goes to what's called a Waldorf school and they celebrated May Day in a really innovative way, which was just, it's really fun to see when different institutions and businesses are being innovative. It's, it's really fun to be a part of that. And so I think we should all be looking for that right now. Um, because people are having great ideas and to find the connection and the humor and the fun and all this is, is somewhat helpful. Um, and if you are listening to this and you're really one of the people working hard on the, on the front line, you know, this is not a time that you're feeling fun or maybe you're sick and you're able to listen to this. Um, I'm, I'm not meaning you, you're doing amazing, 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 amazing. Um, but if for anyone who's feeling stuck and like things could be more normal, but they're not, I'm really finding that these little, these little just moments are, are really helpful. And so my kids' school did May Day and it was like a drive-through May Day. So all the teachers were there and we just drove through in our cars and there was music being played and the teachers were waving and it literally took all of like a minute. Um, but it was just, it was a really nice break in the day. Okay. So that is pretty much, oh, I know what else happens on Sunday. On Sunday, in right after my coaching calls, actually, I'm trying to think if it's between ever, but no, it's right after my coaching calls. We're doing a family 
Oh, I have two things. Oh my gosh, I'm missing two important things about Sundays. So one thing that we do, we've been, I've been doing is we've been doing, and I've heard this from a lot of you as well, but we've been doing Zoom meetings with sort of my extended family, so my siblings, my parents, um, and that ha- tends to happen on Sunday afternoons, which is so fun. Um, it's just something that we've never done in the past, but we're doing now, and it's it's fun to see their faces and to connect. And what's really most fun is seeing how much joy it gives my parents that they can still see their kids, even though that we're grown and we live all in separate places all over the country. So that's been fun. But the other thing I wanted to share about Sundays that I'm hoping will also serve some of you that's been helping us is just doing a check-in. I started off calling it a family meeting, but I have like a weird understanding of what that would mean. (laughs) So I now am, I don't know, I don't even know what it is, but it's basically a Sunday meetup with the people who are in our household. And sometimes it's just around the dinner table. And it's really just about getting clear about what's going on during the week and who needs support with what and who's doing what when. Um, And it's helpful for me just to understand like, when are the times when everyone's on Zoom? When are the times that everybody needs attention? Um, When are the times that there's like huge pockets of time that maybe I need to make sure I'm, I'm distractible during that time? Like I'm not doing this or focusing on something that needs my attention without interruption because that doesn't feel like a realistic thing to hold my family accountable to right now. So we have this meeting and and it's really helpful just to understand that. It also, I think, helps all of us just understand what everyone's going through, what everyone's up to, um, who's getting more support than others, um, you know, what's ha- what's happening with that way, who needs some reminders about time throughout the week. Um, and it's just been a really good practice to get to know each other. And it made me realize that so often, you know, when life was normal and we were all going off in our separate ways, so much stuff happens that we just don't even know about in a day. And, you know, we always sit down for family dinner, so we get some of it, but there's some things that you just never know. And now a lot of that is more more apparent. And so those weekly check-ins are really helpful in helping our weeks unfold. And, you know, I can start to see in those meetings when there's, you know, something that needs somebody who needs support, somebody who needs help. Um, I'm grateful that my mother-in-law knows Spanish. So one week I realized that two of my kids really needed support with Spanish in a way that I was could definitely not give them. Um, and we have had creative projects started through that meeting. Um, and it's just been a really fun way to to check in and, and know what's happening for the week. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the most amazing red bird as I record this out the window. It just caught my eye. So that's Sunday. So then Monday, Monday, what I've been doing is I'm finding that it's harder for me to commit on that Friday time um, or even Sunday evening to, to the week. I'm really finding I need to wake up on Monday morning and acknowledge that it's Monday morning, acknowledge that it's not the weekend anymore. It's the week. I have these things I really want to accomplish. My kids have things they want to accomplish. And I find that I am having this whole ritual around Monday mornings. Um, so I, I, in general, even if I don't wake up early every morning of the week, I'm definitely waking up early on Mondays. And what I do when I wake up is I'm meditating. I'm going on a short walk alone. I've been, I gave up coffee, I don't know, maybe in February. And it's one of those things that I would have thought would have definitely come back in the midst of all this. Cause it's just one of my guilty pleasures, but I, 
instead found this huge bag of dandy blend, which is a dandelion root like powder. And it's totally healthy. It's not inflammatory or dehydrating like coffee can be. And I started just making like a latte in the morning with it. And it's, I love it. It's so just decadent. And it's almost like I'm taking myself to my own cafe. Um, cafe and I haven't needed that caffeine. I've really been trying to pay attention to my sleep and uh, just because I wasn't sleeping very well at the beginning of all this. So this, I think, piece has really helped. And then I sit down after I've done those three things, all which literally take me, you know, my walk is short at that moment. Um, So it's really all takes me a half an hour. And then I sit down with my, my weekly plan And normally what that means I've done is I've, between Friday and Sunday night, I've written out the list, like the master list. This is what the week looks like. I need to do this for this kid. I need to do that for that kid. I need to cook this. I need to do this for work. I need to contact this client. I need to contact this partner. I need to do these things for the Art of 90 Days event. I need to post these things on social media, like all the things. Um, I need to order this online. Like I just write down everything. I want to move my body. I want to do this class. Um, we're, we've been art journaling lately with my girls. We do that. I try to do that almost daily, but I'll tell you a little bit about how that went down this week. And so I write down all those things from really Friday to Sunday. I just keep this going list. And my question is always, you know, what what do I want out of this week? Like what is important to do this week? So this isn't my like life list. This is my week list. And I try to always ask myself that over and over again. So I'm super conscious about what I'm putting down. And then I sit on, I sit down with that piece of paper and I open my calendar and some of the things that end up on the piece of paper are already in my calendar, like, you know, all my client calls or, um, uh, interview I'm having with somebody or, uh, call with my coach. Like those things end up like I I hold them in my head, but they're also already in my calendar. So I write them all down on this piece of paper. And then I look at the calendar. I'm like, okay, what do I really need this week to make sure that like I'm nurtured? And sometimes that means I have to do really good at work. Sometimes that means I have to figure out something about money. Sometimes that means I need to walk more. Sometimes that means I need to upgrade my food. But I start with the one thing, like the one thing that comes to mind. And I make sure that those things are in my calendar first. It's been a lot about movement, I have to say, since we've been home. So I'm really making sure that's in my calendar in time. So there's this to-do list. And I did a whole episode about this a few weeks ago. So you can check that out, like talking you through this process. But there's a difference between a list and putting it into time. So what I'm doing in the early hours of Monday is I'm really making sure that it fits into time. And it's been, it's, it's super helpful. And I used to do that for more than a week at a time. Um, but right now I'm really finding that it's kind of day by day. So a week is, is all I can do. So I do that on Monday morning, and or I did that on Monday morning, and I do it every Monday morning. And that day, that last Monday, I got so much done, so much done, and it felt so good. And it was literally one of those days where I was like, check, 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 check. And you know that it feels so good always when you are able to check all those things off your list. So that felt really good, and that day felt really good. So Tuesday was a little bit different. So Tuesday, I was still on this high and I was still feeling like I had gotten so much done on Monday. 
And, you know, something I think triggered me on Tuesday morning because I realized that some of the things for my week were going to take me a little longer than I had initially um, anticipated. And even though I felt I got so much done on Monday, I saw that there was a few things that I had actually scheduled time for that actually didn't get done. So one of the things that I noticed just in what I had written down and what I had planned for the week is that I needed to break things down better. And I mean, I teach this, right? So I should know this, but I hadn't done it for myself, which can sometimes happen. And so I really sat down with this lens of how can I break this down even further? Because a lot of the things I wasn't doing, so were things that were definitely like there was mindset work around, right? So a lot of the things I wasn't doing was was sharing, was being loud, was being verbal, um, which I need to be doing right now because I have this event coming up and I want as many people as possible to show up live to this thing because that's just going to be amazing and it's going to help people. And we really need this right now. Women really need this right now. Moms really need this right now. And so me not sharing isn't helping anything, but I'm human and I'm an introvert and Hiding is something that like is in my DNA <laughs> or something. It's in my practices from early on. So I realized I needed to use my own systems so that I couldn't let myself off the hook. So I literally sat down on Tuesday morning and I took out my, I opened my calendar because I, I actually throw away that piece of paper where I write everything out. And I opened my calendar and anywhere where I was at all vague, I broke them down. So like one for an hour on Tuesday, I had written, write an email to my, my tribe, write an email to you, write an email to everyone who's on my list, um, explaining about the art of 90 days, explain what it's about, send the email. And that was just too vague. Like that was too much. And I, what I really got triggered in that. And that's what caused me to sit down and do this work. But I realized what I needed to do was sit down and really break it down so that any mind games I was playing with myself, I could get through because my to-do was easy enough. So I sat down and it was like, okay, brainstorm relevant stories that could be part of this email, you know, and that's easy. All I have to do is sit down and write down three things that I teach all the time that have just happened that I could integrate into this email. Another thing, make an outline of all the parts of the email. I can do that, right? It's just sitting down and I'm not having to write perfect sentences or anything. I'm just really thinking through what's going in this email. And then I can write it. And I have two key parts already done. I've already thought of the story. I've already written the outline. And now what I'm doing is I'm putting it together. And then I have to send the email. And the interesting thing about each one of these things is it's still the same task of sending off an email, but I really needed it broken down in this way so that I could, you know, do one thing and then stand up and stretch and then do another thing and then drink a cup of water. Like I just knew that I would distract myself away from the whole thing if I didn't break it down. And I've had clients do this for sending a package that they haven't sent in a long time, for getting more hydrated and figuring out how to actually drink those eight glasses of water. It's really, really powerful to break things down so that literally you could explain them to your, you know, second grader or kindergartner. And that, so that's what I did that day for all the things that I had to do from making dinner to 
helping a child with something to all the work tasks that I that were sitting in front of me. I just needed it all broken down. And that was great. It was okay. It made my list seem longer, but it was so much more doable, so much more doable for me um, in being broken down that much. The other thing that happened last Tuesday, it was time to go shopping. So we have this interesting pattern going on. I have to say, I'm a little bit, um, some days I can feel a little bit stuck at home um, because I haven't been the one to go out. So early on, we decided that my husband had to go out anyway, sometimes for work. And he also works for a major university and he's on salary. And I'm an entrepreneur. And if I get sick, like, I don't know that I could pull off this event (laughs) next week. Right. And you know, I have a team and I have people who could help me, but really I'm an integral part of what I'm, what we're doing here. I couldn't show up for this podcast. And so he's been the one going grocery shopping. Now I'm the one who's been grocery shopping for like, I mean, it's not that he never goes to the grocery store, but I'm the one who like thinks through our meal plans and goes, does the bulk of the grocery shopping normally. Um, and also normally grocery shopping isn't this stressful, but I also just learned a number of things like, you know, where everything is in the grocery store, what the least expensive version is, what the cleanest version of things are. And I just know that, like I know all those things. Um, And so it's been a little bit stressful. And so I've been trying to make the the meal plans and the shopping list as concise and easy as possible. We've narrowed it down to two stores, which happen to be Costco and Whole Foods. Um, I'm dying to go back to Trader Joe's. And last week I started really thinking about how to take away some of this stress. And, you know, I woke up to snow this morning, so we're not quite to local produce yet, but we'll get there. And so I've been thinking about what that will look like in the summer and how that will help us um, to be able to be part of a CSA um, or hook up with how the farmers markets are doing things these days um, and really have that be part of our system as well as I've been doing things like ordering beans dried beans and nuts and seeds and dried fruit online Um, I ordered the other day from Tierra Farms which I highly recommend you can google it um, nuts and seeds and that has been that was great and then they came in like 24 hours and I'm also just trying to be like conscious like I want it just like we did the takeout I really want to be supporting businesses that aren't necessarily Amazon (laughs) to who are really thinking about the planet and thinking about what they're giving so I'm I'm at this point where that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks of and so I'm just I have this piece of paper going on of like what would be some things that we don't have to have on this list anymore that I could order in a thoughtful way like meaning not from Amazon um, from somebody who would really appreciate the odors who has the fresh food who has the version of the food you know in a you know not break the bank kind of way so. That's been happening and that takes time. So it takes time for him to go. It takes energy for us to like to get him, you know, to get out the door. And then it takes time when the groceries come in and I'm cleaning everything off and with the kitchen needs to be clean before that. So I feel like that was a little bit what happened to Wednesdays that got taken away. So on Wednesday night, 
We filled the fridge with the new cleaned off food that took us, you know, all the hours to get into the fridge or whatever. And then we ate the leftovers that could no longer fit in the fridge with a big salad, of course, because one of the best things about day one of groceries is that there is now fresh, yummy lettuce. That's my favorite part. Okay. I hope this isn't getting boring, but I'm hoping this is giving you little tidbits along the way of things that might be useful to you and that this isn't just me telling you all the boring details of my life. Um, I would love feedback on this episode, by the way, because I would love to interview lots of people about what they, how they spend their week so we can learn their nuggets of wisdom. Um, because I think there's just so much that goes down in just a normal, it's not normal right now, but a normal for right now week. Okay, so on Wednesday, I was back to productivity, which I think is always interesting. It's always interesting for me to notice in hindsight, because sometimes I'm good at catching myself and being like, oh, it's a day where I'm not going to get a lot of work done, or I'm not going to be that great in the kitchen, or maybe I won't get my workout in. When I can see that in advance, sometimes you know, it's, it's nice to understand that each day can be a little different and that's okay. And that's how we operate as women. And some days that can really stress me out. And I think on Tuesday, it really stressed me out. But by Wednesday, I was like, oh, like that day wasn't supposed to be about the hustle of work. That day was supposed to be about nourishing our family, taking the time I needed, like supporting my husband as he was doing the groceries, all those things. And it wasn't meant to be about the the hustle. And so Wednesday though, I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm ready. And at the same time, I woke up with a slightly, a slightly, I totally pulled out my back. Um, so I woke up not really realizing what to do. Like I was lying on a heating pad. I was definitely, um, in bed (laughs) for the day. Um, I could like sit up for a little, bits, but it wasn't, it wasn't that good. Um, I ended up doing a coaching call from bed. I don't know. It just, it wasn't that great. We had a, on Wednesdays, we always do our, um, our calls that are more content-based. Usually my calls are hundred percent accountability based, but on Wednesday we've been having a, a, a content-based call. And this one was all about our morning and evening routines. Um, which was really helpful because it's been what I had been working on and it's what a lot of people are working on just because in any change time, we really, I think, need to work on these transition times. And a lot of us have been trying to do what we had done before when the kids were in school. And it was really helpful to rethink it out for this time and what would be most nourishing now. But I did all that um, from bed (laughs) because my back felt totally... Um, pulled out. It was not good. Um, And I was taking Advil and it felt a little foggy. So that was Wednesday. And that said, I got a lot of little details done. I had to, you know, on my list were things like emailing all of our amazing speakers for the art of 90 days and really making sure they had what they needed. And um, I'm creating the menu plan for you all, which you'll get very shortly and the schedule that, so that you can plan your day really well. So all of that was happening on Wednesday. I was trying to figure out the final versions of those. And again, they're coming to you soon. So make sure you're signed up for the event. Um, and I ne- there was a lot of like little detail work versus big creative work. And so it was actually really helpful that I was in bed. I didn't have to, I, you know, everybody took the cooking cleaning, helping off my plate. And I was just focused on these little details and then closing my eyes and really resting my back in between. Um, 
It was also a full moon and I've been doing my own moon journal, moon detective work on, you know, what what that meant. And so I was I was trying to figure out if like part of what was happening with my body had happened last month on the full moon. Um, if you haven't gotten that, go check out there's there's a blog post on the Plan Simple podcast, but we created a journal so that you can really pay attention to how you react um, each day of a month as it relates to the moon um, and see if there's any pattern over the course of 90 days. And knowing that pattern has actually really helped me. And I tend to be very tired on the full moon, which literally was times 10 on this day with my, my thrown out back. So that was interesting to notice. And then that night, um, I came down the stairs holding onto the banister for the first time. And it was so nice. We had, you know, again, it was just the day after shopping. So we had grilled veggies and a big salad and my husband grilled salmon and tofu and this yummy sauce where he mimicked from this restaurant that I used to love. So that day ended really well. And I felt, I felt really good that I had, was able to get all these details done despite the fact that I had this this bad back. Now, Thursday added another little wrinkle to my plan um, of getting all these things done. So we've been starting every morning with a walk. I didn't do it on Wednesday because I really woke up feeling this pinched nerve in my back and I thought, gosh, this is just me supposed to be staying in bed. But on Thursday, um, I decided that I would venture... Um, I got a call from a friend actually, and I decided that I would venture down to the park that's only a couple doors down from our house and that we would, I would stay flat, but walk in her company six feet away um, and catch up because that really felt nurturing. So we were walking and at the end we were just finishing a conversation and I was standing there not walking and she was sitting down and it was literally like it wasn't like a dog came up to me and was jumping on me. It was like a dog was running for something that was on the other side of me and ran right through me and didn't see me at all and totally took me out. And I landed flat on my back and I cried in the park and no one could help me because we're all social distancing. And it was kind of a strange moment. And lo and behold, my daughter who was going on her morning walk, who's only, you know, 14, um, came bouncing down the road and um, noticed me and she was able to help me and we walked home together and I was super grateful for that and back on the heating pad. So that was interesting and that caused me to have so many thoughts about, am I meant to be doing this? Like maybe this is a sign, like I'm not supposed to be having this event right now. Maybe nobody wants this event right now, even though I know it's the thing that all of you all are craving is just a little bit more... Um, vision, a little bit more support, a little bit more of what you can do now, what you can actually plan for now um, versus, you know, what you thought you might be doing in 2020. And for some of you, it's like, gosh, like just all those wellness goals went away when this all happened. And how do I get back on that path? Or my business goals went away. And how do I get back on that path? And for some of us, this is just an opportunity to work on new things like our relationship and our parenting and our decluttering of our house. And all of these things are things that we're going to be talking about. And so I know it's important, but I just kept making meaning of the fact that this dog hit me and that my back had gone out twice in one week, which by the way, is not normal occurrence and for me. And so I just was having a lot of thoughts, which were getting in the way of me doing anything. So I found that, you know, First of all, I, I came right back to bed to the heating pad. Um, I was taking Advil, which I don't always do. 
And everybody in my house had a very busy day, so I felt super supported, but I really wanted them to be doing their things as well. So I didn't, you know, by two, I was like, wow, like I'm just not getting anything done today. What is that going to mean for this whole project? Um, But I did end up getting some little things done and I did end up doing a lot of staring at the ceiling and I did end up really focusing back in on my heart, which I think is maybe something I hadn't been doing for the past two weeks of all these details. So I'm definitely an idea person. I have more ideas than I could possibly ever implement. Um, One of the reasons I do what I do now is because I, for so much of my life, had such a hard time implementing. So when I found this system that I could lean on that actually helped me to implement the changes I wanted, it helped me implement this way of being where I eventually lost, you know, 65 pounds. And it was this same system that helped me write a book and go on a road trip and homeschool my kids for a year. And it's the same system that's really serving our clients and helping me right now. And so I've been, you know, doing details for two weeks. And I realized that I just needed that dreaming space again, because I was dreaming like crazy. And I was thinking of all these ideas of how to partner with different companies. And I had a great idea for a course for you all. And I, I also in staring at the ceiling was really able to let go of the fact that I hadn't done the podcast every day this week, which I, I hadn't let go of before that. And it was just really, it was a really important time. It was a really important day for me to allow myself to recalibrate, which is what I'm offering up in this event is a recalibration of your 2020, a recalibration of right now. And so I was doing that at a micro level for myself being in bed, having gotten hit by a dog. I was still putting a lot of meaning into like what it meant that I got um, hit by a dog. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a second. And that day um, we successfully ordered, you know, I started this on a Friday. So now we're on a Thursday and I, this was the normal day of our takeout. So this day we supported our local Mexican restaurant, which is always a good one for getting things gluten-free and dairy-free. Um, not always, but if you have an understanding Mexican restaurant, you know, a lot of the cheese can be taken off, corn tortillas don't have gluten and all that stuff. So it's a natural um, atmosphere for for having that work. So we got takeout. I got to call it, I could call it in and then my husband had a break in meetings and he got to go pick it up. Um, and that was just, you know, a, a good break in the day. And so, you know, the rest of the day just happened, to be honest, I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> a little bit of shock and staring at the ceiling a lot and getting what I could done and hoping that I didn't make any huge mistakes and the things that I did get done because I didn't feel totally with it. And then on Friday, very early in the morning, so now we're on to Friday, I woke up realizing that I had a call with my coach. So I coach a lot of people, but I also am coached. Like I couldn't live without being coached actually, because it really helps me to move forward and to realize where I'm getting in my own way. And so I got on the phone and I felt like I had the biggest dilemma that I was giving her ever in the whole wide world, because here I was, my back had been thrown out then I had gotten, you know, run into by a dog, which was a story that I could barely even say with a straight face because it felt so ridiculous. And Yet I was in excruciating pain and really realizing that I couldn't concentrate at the level that I needed to, to get 
everyone who's enrolling in this event, but which at this point was hundreds of people, um, all the things that they need to, you know, have the meal plan and do the movement and make their schedule. And I was, I was a little bit panicked. And so I quickly got talked down, thank goodness for coaches. And one of the most interesting things she said to me was, what if the dog was just trying to get somewhere? Because I was like, well, this is a sign from the universe that things should be different. Maybe I'm supposed to delay it. Maybe I'm blah, 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 right? And she was like, what if the dog was just trying to get somewhere? What if it had nothing to do with you? And I was like, oh, I guess that could be true. And the second that that could be true, I was like, goodness, I've got to get back to work because this really is meant to happen right now. And it was just so interesting, like just how much we, we make all these little things in our lives mean. And so often that can just take derail us and take us out of action. So my going little post-it is like, the dog just had somewhere to go. It meant nothing about me. It meant nothing that it was, that I was the one who had happened to. Um, it meant nothing that like my back had really been beat up twice in one week. Um, and it was just the way it was. There was nothing I could do to change it. But with that, what could I do next? And so like the next thing we talked through is like, what if I really let myself be in pain because of what I realized I had done on the day it happened is I had sort of fallen into poor me mode. And with that, I had pushed through. So I had really tried to push through all the things on my to-do list. And on Friday, after getting off this call, I was like, oh, well, if I really felt the pain, if I really lied down, what would that be like? And so I felt the pain and I lied down and I let myself just not do any of the things I needed to do. That was like my thought, like I'm in pain, so I need to lie down and I need to let my body just heal. And literally 25 minutes later, I sat up and I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I feel okay now. And I did a bunch of things. And then my back started hurting again. And then I was like, oh, okay, so now I have to lie down. And so I lied down and I just let myself do it. And this time it took a little bit longer and I put some ice on and I made sure that I was doing anti-inflammatory things and I have this turmeric drink I love and I was doing all that and then I could do it again. And it was just so interesting, a shift in not pushing and that when we can actually feel something and it doesn't always have to be actual physical pain. Sometimes it's that we're feeling nervous or overwhelmed or any, you know, any hungry. And it's a feeling that's making a sensation that doesn't feel so good in our body. But if we just can feel it, then we can get to the other side of it. And it's, you have to do it. You can't, your brain, like your mind can't make that make sense, make me help you that make sense for you. You just have to do it. And it was such a good reminder because I often teach this, but I really needed to learn that lesson that day. So that was really, really, really helpful. And so, you know, here we are and well, I guess then Friday happened, right? I had planning calls, which I also did from bed. I was totally like, got over myself, got over the fact that I wanted to be with my perfect backdrop and looking like I had, you know, makeup on and whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And one of the other things that literally I have created shame about is the fact that in January, I did a um, social media detox. And 
I just realized that I needed to be offline for a little bit. And usually what that means for me is more around um, conversation, but somehow it also this time seeped into just what we were posting. And I was like, let me just see like where we're missed most, like where people comment, where are you? (laughs) Um, And just go offline for a little bit. Well, it's kind of like when you, you know, eat cake when you're trying to eat healthy, I guess, and you just get out of the habit or you stop doing your morning routine. And when you've gotten in the habit, um, it's hard to go back. It's hard to go back to routines. And for some reason, there was a lot of, you know, that mindset work that I needed to do in the social media space of just, you know, am I good enough? Like all those thoughts that come up when, you know, you put a post out and there's crickets or you don't put a post out and then somebody gets mad because you didn't put a post out. And there was just a lot of like stuff work I had to do. It had nothing to do with anybody else. It was all work I had to do. And I stopped posting and then coronavirus happened. And this, I'm just talking about Instagram because we still, we have a pretty good system in our business for posting other places, but Instagram was always my thing. And I stopped posting and I just never went back with all the stuff. And here we are like leading up to this event. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to be back. I need, this is like a forum where people hear about things. Like I need to go back. And I've been knowing this for about two weeks and I've been creating all the posts and I just, for whatever reason, haven't posted anything. And so in all this action that I took, I finally posted something on Friday and that was so good. And it really showed me just that when you get in action, it really is a snowball effect, right? When you take one little step, when you drink one extra glass of water in a day, when you start by eating a salad instead of the other things, when you, you know, create a green smoothie practice, when you declutter just one little drawer or even one little corner of a table, when you save a dollar, right? A dollar a week, all of these things add up over time and it's, they all create momentum, but momentum can only be created by action. It literally cannot be created in our heads. And I think that that's why I do what I do. That's where all this planning work came from. And it's why I'm putting on this event this in a week, um, starting in a week, it's going to go on for three weeks, but it's starting in a week. And it was just really interesting that I learned all my own lessons, basically, in one week. <laughs> and I needed to, I really needed to and able to show up and serve in a bigger way. So the other thing that was happening while I was going through all this upstairs on Friday, and I hope that that, that feels okay that I shared all that. It's funny. I feel, I feel self-conscious that I'm sharing all these things about how not, nothing here is perfect, right? At all. So far from it, I'm learning as much every day as the next person. Um, so I hope that this whole format has been useful and helpful and that there's been enough in it that you can pull things out for yourself. So even without throwing out your back, because I don't want anyone to actually be in my same exact position, right? So the other thing that happens on Fridays is that um, my kids have all been connecting and I'm just telling you about this on Friday. It definitely happened other days of the week. But one of the things that we did when all this kicked in and we were home and um, the schools hadn't quite kicked in yet. So I have one who's at a Waldorf school, my littlest one, and the other two are older. And so one's at our 
um, public middle school and the other ones at our public high school. And I spent the first few weeks being pretty annoyed at the school's and not really seeing it from their point of view. But basically, you know, school hasn't been the same. Um, they're not learning the same amount. And I started to realize, like, what I started to really think about what part of that was okay for me and what part wasn't. And it was interesting because how we've augmented their school has little to do with like more academics, which is what I thought I was missing, but it actually had nothing to do with that. So the two things that I pinpointed were really missing just from their experience in life, not their experience in school, but their experience in life was connection, which I think is true for all of us, and also just enrichment. And I was feeling like this was such a good opportunity actually to reset the enrichment part and really understand what that meant for us. So I've shared a lot about this in the videos I made for you a couple weeks back, but I'll repeat a little bit of it here. So I realized that, you know, school was going to deliver, you know, two-ish hours of work to do a day, right? Not all at once, maybe. And then eventually schools would kick in. And, and so this week there was a number of Zoom calls for each kid to check in in different places. Um, but I realized that we needed to supplement like and add into that. So one of the things we did was we partnered with our parents, my parents and my mother-in-law, and they have been checking in with my kids. You know, every kid basically gets a check-in once a day. And so for one child that's help with Spanish, for another child, they're doing a class online together about watercoloring. For my um, middle schooler, my mom actually has a curriculum for middle schoolers that's made for eighth graders. So they're doing that together, which is all about character and journaling, which is so fun and something that she never would have gotten without that. The watercolors, things that my uh, my kids wouldn't have gotten without that. We just, we got the free subscription to Skillshare, which I highly recommend. I think I shared that on one of the past podcasts. Um, and they picked a watercolor class and they look at the video separately, but sometimes together. And then they talk about their paintings on Zoom together. It's been so fun. And these like little benchmarks have been really helpful in helping my girls connect. And they love it so much that actually on Fridays, um, which is I think what we're still talking about, my um, my two daughters actually this Friday got online with um, some children of colleagues of my husband on Zoom and they read them books. And so they get to give back the same thing that they're the connection that's being given to them, which is just so fun. So that was Friday. Again, Friday, usually actually now that I'm thinking about it, Friday always ends with movie night. But last night, we just all realized we're tired, we're exhausted. So we went to bed. <laughs> we went to bed early. That's what happened this past Friday night. Maybe we'll have movie night tonight. I don't know. I'm recording this on the Saturday. So today is Saturday. Um, again. I got to decide yesterday what this weekend would look like because I was hurt this week and it's still am in a little bit of pain. This weekend's a little different. It's not all about um, weekend. It's going to be about healing and it's going to be about actually getting some of the work done that needs to get done for this event to just be the best ever. So that's happening. And of course, there'll be walks. I woke up this morning to snow, which is unbelievable. Um but there was snow this morning. And I know that my girls have vision boards on their, um, on their plans, which is so fun. And 
we're just going to see what today brings, right? It's uh, Fridays are definitely, I mean, sat- Fridays, Saturdays are definitely more unstructured and I'm liking that. And so the other thing I'm doing today is I'm giving myself some time. I realized this week how important it is just to allow myself to be reflective. So I'm really reflecting on what I want out of next week and who I want to become through this experience of giving you all this event. Like, who am I? Who? Not only like, what are my goals of like, how many people do we get? And I do have big goals for that, but also who am, who will I become if I do this event really well? And that was also a question posed to me by my coach, which I'm super grateful for. Um, And that's the other post-it that I have on my computer (laughs) is who do I, who do I really need to become and who will I become if I pull this off at the level that I'm really meant to right now? Um, with back pain, with homeschooling my kids, you know, with this current pandemic, like how, who am I, who will I become pulling this off in an elegant way? And so that's what I'm thinking about. And tomorrow it's, we're getting the laundry done again. We're doing the family meeting again. We're going to suggest to my family, like my siblings, that we have game night on Zoom instead of just all catching up. And I get to have my coaching calls and I'm just, it's exciting and fun and not overwhelming today. And that is all good. So I hope that you enjoyed this new format of an episode. Maybe I'll do this every once in a while, once or twice a year. (laughs) Um, And maybe I'll start asking other people how their weeks went down. So let me know if this is interesting to you. Um, And definitely go sign up for the Art of 90 Days. You can do that by going to plansimple.com slash 90 days. And I cannot wait to see you for the next three Fridays. It's going to be awesome. And if you're thinking, well, I'm not free on Friday. I have kids at home. I have work to do. I have all these things. Go sign up anyway, because I'm going to give you different pathways. I'm going to give you different pathways through this event so that you can make it successful for you in your current circumstance. And that is sort of the meta lesson that I'm hoping everyone learns from this event anyway, is that it's all about what you want and how you create that for yourself. And so we're not allowed to have FOMO about this event, fear of missing out. That's not the point of it. Just go sign up and we will give you a pathway that will work for you if this information seems interesting. If you're wanting to make a plan for your summer, if you're wanting to think about what, how you can really grow in this time versus shrink, because a lot of people right now are shrinking into their homes. So how can you grow? What can you do now that will help you become the person that you want to become 10 years from now? What can you do to become the person you want to be six months from now? And you will use this process to plan the next 90 days, but then you'll be able to use it again and again and again um, because it will keep building and you will truly have a spectacular year. All right, that's what I got. Plansimple.com slash art of 90 days. I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.